Good evening, everybody. I'm I am blessed to have uh, on the podcast Kendra Lust. Welcome to Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all podcast platforms. Uh, Kendra, ha- how are you doing tonight? I am doing uh, extremely well. I just finished a uh, protein shake, and it was really <laughs> good. So, so yeah, um, I'm doing good. Just hanging out here at home, uh, like the rest of us. Um, hopefully, right. <laughs> being safe and um, yeah, making the best of it. Absolutely, and I'm I'm glad to hear you're doing all right. Uh, can, we'll we'll kind of get a, we'll we'll get started on um where you know your upbringing, like where you're from, and um you know just kind of like growing up. What was it like for you? Well, um, well, I guess I mean I was born pretty. Uh, I wasn't born rich. I wasn't mm-hmm. born poor. I was kind of like you know. Well, actually, I was born pretty poor because the first five years of my life, uh, mm-hmm. my my grandparents. Um, helped support my parents and uh, we we didn't have much you know so so yeah the first five years were pretty rough and then my parents um, you know they they did all right you know they were middle working class you know I wouldn't even say middle class but Mm -hmm. uh, working class Um, but you know we never really went without much you know so I grew up pretty normal um had um, a really normal household, if there is such a thing as normal. Like my parents, they got along pretty good. And um, there wasn't abuse in the house of any Mm -hmm. sort. There was no drugs in the house, no drinking. It was just like my dad was like Clark Griswold, literally, except he was a little chubbier than Clark. And uh, yeah, we went on family vacations. (laughs) I played sports. I have, have a sister. You know, it was just a pretty normal life. Um, you know, growing up, I had a pretty good childhood, went on family vacation. So, you know, it wasn't your stereotypical, um, you know, porn chick uh, story that everyone likes to assume. So, yes. so yeah, pretty normal. Absolutely. And um, can, can you touch on like, uh, you know, your, you know, when you were playing basketball, like uh, when mm-hmm. did you start? When did you really discover you, you really love basketball? Oh, that's a good question because I love basketball and I'm missing it so much. I've been literally watching old games of like the Bulls, the Lakers, like all all the old games I've been watching and loving it. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like it just brings back a lot of memories. So um, I started playing in first grade. My dad coached a rec boys league and I was the son he never had. I was Mm -hmm. the oldest and um, I was a tomboy. So I wanted to you know, you always want like approval from your dad, you know, or from your family. So, um, I was determined to, you know, he'd coach these boys and I, um, maybe I wanted his attention. I don't know. Or maybe I just wanted to play with them because I eventually did. So I remember after school, first grade, um, after I got home, what little homework I had back then, my dad would set up chairs in the driveway and and make me dribble, you know, I don't know how long, but you know, you know, in and out of chairs, um, every single day, Monday through Friday. So, um, I started playing in first grade. I, um, played, I would help when he coached, I'd go there and, um, you know, kind of get in where I couldn't, you know, practice with the boys and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I played on some, you know, in, in elementary school and then middle school, high school and a, a little bit in college. And, um, I just, 
always loved it. I don't know. I was, I think just maybe because I was naturally pretty skilled at it, or at least I thought I was, I, I love, I don't want to set myself up for this one. I'm a good ball handler, but I really was, (laughs) you know, so I could dribble and uh, pretty well. And, um, I led the point and I played varsity my freshman year. Um, I just, I loved it. I'm, you know, I'm a tomboy at heart, you know, and, um, I just love the game. I have a huge appreciation for both men's and women's uh, basketball. Now, so more now women's just because um, I feel like it's becoming uh, more popular and um, yeah, we don't really give it the credit that it's due. So, so yeah, so I just, I love it. I can't stop watching it. You know, I'm a fan for life, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, they have the new uh, Michael Jordan documentary that'll be out in a few weeks. So that'll be yeah, absolutely. So that should be <laughs> pretty interesting to, to see that. And, and, you know, just a powerful documentary, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, because with him, it's like, for in my opinion, he mm-hmm. was the he's the goat. OK, right, right. they they say like, he, OK, so it was like for me it was MJ and then um I would have to say Kobe is like second and people say, Oh, well, Kobe, LeBron, eh, LeBron's good. But Kobe was just like, I don't know. He was the closest thing to Jordan and Jordan even said it himself. So for me, like those are my, uh, two, two of my favorite, you know, I have other ones, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, you didn't really hear much after he retired, you know, it was just kind of like he golfed and, you know, did his thing, but kept very quiet and, you know, didn't show up to games, whereas um, some of the other athletes or whatever, um, I don't know, maybe they, I don't know, maybe they did more and I just don't hear about it. But for me, I I didn't hear enough. You know, I I kind of missed having Michael in the game. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, what what this is going to be about. I'm super excited, as you can tell, and like counting down the days. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. It'll be, you know, I'm sure it's going to be an amazing uh, documentary. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll fast forward a few years here. Uh, yeah. You know, when when you get into uh, the start of the movement and the brand of Lust Army, uh, how did it mm-hmm. come about and what has it meant to you? OK, so I didn't like label, you know, the people that, mm-hmm. and fans that support me. And I'm so grateful for them. But, you know, I think if, I can't remember. I wish I'd have remembered which fan had had tweeted, oh, mm-hmm. Lust Army, like, you know, the Lust Army and kind of gave it a name and. <laughs> Then, you know, here we are five, six years later, still um, kind of using it. Not a ton, but, right. um, but yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of cool to have a, um, a, a fan base that is, is supportive and, and just, just awesome. So I, I love it. You know, I love them. They're, they're awesome. I hope all of them are doing well. Um, I've, um, I, I wish I could get, well, I want to give a few shout outs, um, yes. to a couple of my favorite fans, Miguel in Mexico, Don, LA Don, um, Danny, he knows who he is. He just emailed me today about, um, a shirt, but, um, there, I mean, there's quite a few, but, um, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. So, so yeah, so it's just kind of the name they gave themselves and, and, uh, here we are. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, th- th- thank you for touching on that. Yeah. Um, what you've been, uh, you've had a lot of opportunities to travel in your workings and, and in your profession. What has been the favorite place above all others that sticks out most in your mind? The, the the best place you've ever been to. You know, I I've traveled a little bit, but not mm-hmm. as much as I 
really wanted to like I've had some opportunities to go to Italy and Greece but it's just it was like a timing thing or you know just didn't you know work out I mean Italy and Greece would be like the two places that I'd really like to go to just because of like some family history yes but um of all the places that I've been to I would have to say in all honesty I I really loved London Mm -hmm. I loved I think just because um, the history, there's just so much history and to see like, you know, a lot of the landmarks, like the changing of the guards and, you know, Buckingham mm. Palace and the Big Ben and uh, Westminster Abbey. So all these really cool places. I was the nerd that uh, toured the, I took the big red bus tour because a couple of the people I was there with were like, yeah, we're sleeping. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out. We've got stuff to do later. So, um, I'm going to go out and see, you know, the city. So, right. so it was beautiful and um, I loved it. It was just, there's just something about it. I don't know. I just loved it. I loved it. It was a really cool place. Yes. And talk to me about, I've, I've been seeing a lot on your social media. Uh, you've been, you've been training pretty hard. Like uh, obviously you're always in a state of, you know, your, your health is so important where you're working out and uh, you know, you, you treat your body uh, very well, but, uh, you know, I've been seeing you do, uh, doing some martial arts training, kind of touch on that. And what, what made you say, Hey, I, re- I really want to get into this and, and, you know, take it seriously. Um, okay. Yeah. That that's, you know, I've always had, mm-hmm. um, a respect for mixed martial arts, more so boxing. I've always loved boxing. Um, and then someone very special to me decided to take up this, um, martial arts, you know, boxing and martial arts. So I began, excuse me, became more interested Mm -hmm. in just watching and learning. And I think just wanting to be able to connect with, um, that person, um, and understand kind of some of the things that they do and be able to relate, um, as uh, a supportive person in their life. So, so for me, I, um, that was like the main reason. Um, and then as I started to do that, I wanted to learn more about prof- it professionally. And uh, it was just, you know, it, it intrigues me, you know, the training and I, you know, respect everything, you know, that they go through and put their bodies through. And it's just, it's just pretty incredible. So, um, and it's really gaining momentum in the last few years. I mean, it, it's been big for a while, but really, it's exploding. It's like the fastest up and coming sport. And uh, I just love everything about it. It's sexy. It's fun. It's, it's just awesome. So, um, so that's, yeah. And I just wanted to try something new. I get bored, you mm-hmm. know, yes. um, I'm like in my damn basement and you know, it's like groundhog's day, wake up, you know, like what the hell? Okay. We're going right. down to the third floor, uh, you know, gym. That's like 200 square feet and uh, not really, you know, equipped with what we need, but yes. You know, it works in a pinch. So uh, I, I got a little impulsive and I, I, we have a, like a, whatever, three car garage. And I ended up taking like the third where I usually park my car uh-huh. on the third side. Yes. And I like, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to park outside. And I ordered like gym matting and I ordered like a big bag and like all kinds of stuff for the, for there. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do like something indoor and something outdoor that way, just kind of like break it up a little bit. So, so I put some matting down and waiting for some stuff to come in and yeah, I mean, 
why not? What the hell else do I have to do at this point? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, from my personal, uh, you know, take on it and, and from my perception of seeing what you've been doing with, you know, the training, I think you're doing an exceptional job uh, coming from somebody who has a vast experience in martial arts. Yes. Uh, you yeah, know, I you think, do. Uh, thank you. And, um, you know, you're doing great. You have uh, exceptional technique and just know that I'm proud of you and, and continue to keep it up. Sweet. Thank you. I honestly, mm-hmm. I laugh at myself. I'm, you know, when I was training with my female trainer, trainer who's been Izzy, yes. um, she's at New Way Martial Arts in um, Shelby Township. She's mm-hmm. amazing. It's a great studio. But um, when I go there, I half the time I'm laughing at myself because I, I don't know. I like to have fun with what I'm right. doing. And I'm not training to like get in the octagon or yes. anything like that. But I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did there. How did I? You know, and I just laugh at myself, but, you know, I'm really trying and I'm not very coordinated when it comes to certain things, but Mm -hmm. it's a good workout. It's good self-defense. It's, it's very humbling, um, you know, to take on something at my age and just, you know, not be all that great, but you know, it's, it's fun and it's, it's good to laugh at yourself and it's, you know, it's, it's good for the soul. Yes, of course. Right? <laughs> and um, I, I see a lot too. Uh, a lot of your postings on on Instagram and Twitter and things of that nature. You're you're very positive. You're very uplifting. With uh, you want to empower other women. You want to uh, treat other women like the, the queens that they are. You want to build build others up. Touch on the importance of that, uh, Kendra, and touch on how other women can, uh, you know, not not bring each other down, but lift each other up. Yeah, I like that, um, especially at a time like this, because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, now we're all so much on more so on social media than what we normally are, because we have, you know, less to do. Um, You know, I think social media is good and bad. I'm grateful for, you know, it it allows me to live, you know, a nice, a a nice life without social media, you know, a lot of the, um, the opportunities are not there as far as, as, as work goes. Mm -hmm. However, it can be really negative and it can really negatively impact, you know, our youth. And I think that it's important to, um, I guess, let, let, to let girls, women know that, you know, not everything you see on social media is reality, you know, and, and, and I feel that we need to support each other and and accept each other. We're all different and there's, you know, different definitions of beauty and um, we're all good at something. We're not all good at the the same thing. And just to try to support and, and encourage each other instead of, you know, uh, tearing each other down and um, it's just not healthy. It's not good. It's uh, you know, I don't think it helps with, you know, some of the mental health issues that a lot of society already has and they don't even talk about. So um, instead of contributing to that, let let's be positive and and empower, embrace our differences, and you know, love each other. A- absolutely, uh, very well said. And I- I'm kind of a, a, a very firm believer. You're welcome. Uh, that you know, uh, our heart's not going to stop beating from spreading love. Our uh, our our mouth, uh, our words aren't going to stop speaking just because we're spreading love with our verbal words. Uh, you know, when, when we're when we say we're proud of each other and, and uh, that we tell someone that we love them and things of that nature, you know, we're that's so important. Uh, you know, we lift each other up and, and you know, just be there for one another, one another. And, uh, you know, however mannerism we could be, you know, whether it's uh, a simple hug, handshake, smile, fist pound, uh, a like, a comment, sharing somebody's pulse, whatever it may be. You know, those those things are so overlooked sometimes and took for granted, but it doesn't take much to be kind. 
No, it doesn't. It really doesn't, you know, and I, and I, I really believe, you know, that, you know, you, and I hate to, it's so cliche. Mm-hmm. You don't know what somebody else is going through, but you really truly don't. Right. And, um, yeah, it doesn't cost anything to be kind, you know, I right. mean, I'm not saying every day you have to spread all this love and positivity because mm-hmm. we all have our days, you know, and that's okay. Right. We're human. We're normal. We're going to have ups. We're going to have downs and that's normal. But I mean, on the whole, try to just, just be kind, be a good human. It's so, it, it takes little effort just to, to smile, to open a door for someone to wave in traffic, like just little things like that, you know, it, right. it goes a long way. Absolutely. It truly does. Um, you know, just that that's you know so important um with with your podcast that is in the works that's coming to fruition can you just touch on that and what what can we expect from your podcast oh you're so sweet baba you know while the podcast is the 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 goal was mm-hmm. to go out to um vegas and have it um produced out there and edited out there now with everything that's going on it was supposed to launch in may and it's probably going to be a couple months out because I don't even know where, when we're going to be able to travel again. Yes. However, I do like this whole anchor situation and who knows, maybe I could, you know, talk to the gentleman who's going to help me edit and produce it. And maybe we could do something like this until, you know, we get the, the video and um, audio uh, together out in Vegas. Yes. Um, so so this might have happened for a reason you asked me to be on so yeah, so yeah but it's it's gonna it's it's going to be called all in with Kendra mm-hmm. and it's just talking about life it's talking about you know relationships family sex sports you know gambling food travel you name it all in with with me with with whatever so um I think it'll be kind of fun Absolutely. Um, and uh, we'll kind of go a little bit off topic here for just a moment. Um, recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. Uh, Kendra, what would be, thank you so much. Uh, Kendra, what would be your message uh, to, at this moment uh, during this podcast against to, to speak out against bullying? You know, um, I think we're doing a much better job um, today than we were, you know, a year ago. Um, and I think as a society, we're getting better and better. Social media, I feel initially was an easy way to target a lot of kids. And, and I believe it still happens, but we, um, I think we are, we're getting smarter and, and we're coming together and, and I feel it's touching home for a lot of people. So you have a lot of high profile people, um, you know, that, are huge advocates, advocates against bullying. So for, for me, I, I was grateful enough never to, to have, to have, you know, been bullied, um, you know, in my life. But, um, I remember sticking up for a lot of people who did get bullied and I just can't imagine, you know, being a kid, um, not wanting to go to school because people were making fun of, you know, them or, or, you know, it's, it's terrible. And, um, now I forgot your damn question, Bubba. It was just kind of uh, your your message, uh, you know, to, to speak yes. to speak out against a bullying. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I feel like we're doing a great job, and yes. you know, getting high profile people to talk mm-hmm. about it. And you know, I hate to say that that's what it takes, but sometimes the younger generation they don't want to listen to politicians and they don't want to listen to their parents, but they will take advice from 
Kylie Jenner. They right, will take right. advice from a, an NBA star, you know, so, you know, getting everybody on the same page to, to really speak out about this. Oh God, I'm going to have someone calling me from upstairs. No, no worries. We, no, we can't. No, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, no. It's just going crazy on Fortnite. Um, but so yeah, so I think just everyone coming together and, um, you know, just continuing to, you know, uh, have groups put together, fundraisers, speaking out, um, against it mm-hmm. will, will help. Um, I don't know if I answered your question, but yes, absolutely. You did. You, um, you know, you actually, you went above and beyond. <laughs> so I appreciate that so much, so greatly. Um, yes. And, um, you know, we'll kind of get back on track here, uh, you know, about more about, uh, your journey. Um, you, you were in the medical field as a nurse for almost a decade. Can you just touch on that uh, a little bit? And what is your message in this time for, uh, during this epidemic to the people, first responders, medical field, um, anyone in the nursing profession, what is your message to them, Kendra? Um, first of all, I just wanted to thank each and every one of them for dedicating, Um, themselves uh, during such a difficult time, they're sacrificing their own health each and every day that they go in because this virus is so easily spread. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, a lot of people are unsymptomatic. So it's like, you don't know what you're walking into every day. And I do believe a lot of these nurses, um, doctors, um, healthcare workers are going to have some, are going to have some PTSD after this, because this Mm -hmm. is not something that even the most experienced medical professional would be ready for it. This is like war type stuff. I mean, right. that's how many deaths they're seeing and, and it's sad. People are dying alone and it's, it's terrible. It gives me chills. Mm-hmm. So first of all, thank you guys so much. Um, I, I do want to give a quick shout out to fire station 50 um, in New York city, Megan Feifel. I don't know if I'm saying your name correctly, should be getting a box. Well, excuse me, 52 boxes coming from Amazon, um, uh, that I sent for, for them, um, to help hopefully brighten their day and, uh, give them some snacks and, and water and all that stuff throughout their shift. So thank, thank you to them. I know New York is suffering the most out of all, all of the country right now. It's the, the largest, um, the most amount of cases mm-hmm. but anyway thank you to all the healthcare workers i guess at the at the end of the day to know that this is temporary that we will we are going to get through this but just to be careful to take care of each other and um not lose hope you know just standard precautions you know don't forget the basics especially you know in this time and you know we're going to get through this it's i just you know i i don't I don't even know if I have any advice or the right mm-hmm. advice. You yes, know? Uh, absolutely. It's so hard. Right. As you know, we're just in a, you know, a tough situation. We just got to continue to stay positive and, uh, you know, thank you for your offerings to the, to the uh, New York fire department and, uh, you know, to everyone in, in the medical field. Uh, I also seen recently, uh, I think it was in the last week or so, uh, you were so generous enough to uh, send some donations, uh, a large amount of donations of food to a, a local hospital in your area. Uh, just touch on, you know, what, what, what kind of went into that decision for you, Kendra? And, uh, you know, you know, just, just kind of talk about that for a moment. Cause th- that, that was just such an amazing act of kindness on your behalf. Thank you. Um, okay. So I have a neighbor who, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a couple doors down and she is a nurse at a local hospital and mm-hmm. we kind of talked six feet away. Yes. Um, about what 
some of the things that she's going through right now. And I just thought it would be a nice gesture um, to send pizzas to her hospital. So the one day I sent it just to her unit and Mm -hmm. I thought, gosh, that's kind of crappy. Maybe I should send it to the entire hospital. So I had a cousin, I have a cousin who Mm -hmm. owns three little Caesars right now. He's so in over his head. He's like, I, this is like the worst thing I could have ever thought to happen is happening. So he's not making money. You know, I feel like the staff is, they're appreciated, but I thought it would be a nice gesture to help him and help her, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the hospital staff. So, uh, Kendrew, as many of us know, uh, you're big, uh, you know, you're much, you're much into sports. You're a big, uh, fanatic, especially, um, you know, uh, in the Detroit area, you, you love sports there. Um, Let's talk about the Lions for a second. Um, who Who is your favorite Lion of all time? Barry Sanders. Loved him. Loved him. Loved him. 44-inch thighs. Just he could dunk a basketball. I mean, he literally – and he was short. I think he was only like 5'9 or 5'10. Um, just, just amazing. He was incredible. He, uh, absolutely. Just awesome. So pro- he was my favorite. Absolutely. Yes, definitely a, a legend for sure. Um, mm-hmm. to, let's talk about uh, the UFC and the WWE for a few moments. Um, I know you're you're um, you're heavily involved with them. You know, you you support them. Uh, you know, w- what is it that really drove you to 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 have a passion uh, for them, and uh, what is it that uh, you know uh, continues to grow for for your love for those sports? Okay, so mm-hmm. um, as far as you said WWE and UFC. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, I, you know, the whole UFC is just awesome. Like I said, I just really started um, taking an interest the last few years. I just, I love the dedication that they, um, they put into their training and mm-hmm. it's just, it's nuts. Like I, I can't even imagine doing it. It's like everyday training. I, I don't even know how they do it. It's crazy. So, um, so that I just, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, having, um, someone, uh, very special to me yes. that, that's involved. So that's kind of how that love developed. Um, as far as WWE, it was WWF when I was a fan and that was back in, oh my God, I remember, I think a lot of things happened when I was in first and second grade. Like that's right. when I first started becoming a fan. Like I remember watching Hulk Hogan and Andre the giant, giant fighting and Andre beat Hulk and I cried. <laughs> I was like, why am I crying? But I I loved Hulk Hogan. You know, there were so many. I loved Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And I'm like, why the hell did I let I, no offense, Ricky, but I just, you know, I don't know why I must have had a crush on him or something. But he was like my favorite, one of my favorite, well, I should say one of my favorites back then. So I remember just watching it. And again, maybe me, me being a tomboy, I you know, was trying to do the moves and like wrestle and, you know, and I had a lot of cousins that so we were always wrestling and fighting and I just loved it. And then, um, I, you know, enjoyed it probably, I don't know, you are outgrow things at a certain age. So I'm sure it was like middle schoolish, high school, but, you know, I would still watch it here and there. And then my adult life, I kind of, you know, always had a love for it, but didn't follow it. And then I, um, met somebody in 2008 mm-hmm. uh he has down syndrome and he was the biggest fan ever and he worked at the gym that mm-hmm. i went to he still works mm-hmm. there actually and um i wanted to start connecting again with it for him so i right. could you know just chat with him about it so um 
we took him to some um, wrestling events and it just, so now I've kind of become more and more involved in it because of him. So we can kind of talk, talk about it and stuff. So, so yeah, absolutely. That, that's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, very kind to you, you know, to, to be so, mm-hmm. um, you know, offering to, to that uh, gentleman. Um, yeah. What, what has, uh, obviously you've had so many high accolades and so many uh, achievements in your, in your career, uh, Kendra, uh, if there was one though that comes to mind the most, like what was the most meaningful award you've ever been recognized for during your uh, career? I would have to say, um, my first X Biz award, um, and for me, it was it was the most exciting because that was, I guess when. It was that, I shouldn't say it was the most exciting. It, it was then AVN. And mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much about it because yes. they say X-Biz is more of a true fan vote. Mm-hmm. But as I learned, I don't know that it necessarily, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. There's politics. But I would, my, I would have to say, I'm going to take that one back. My first AVN, mm-hmm. because I feel as, as if in adult, everybody wants to have an AVN and I I thought, okay, bucket list check, you know, okay. I have my, that's, that's the one thing we all want. It it just kind of gives us validation in our industry that like we're the best of the best, you know, in that category. So. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. It's cool. Um, and, uh, Correct me if if I'm wrong or I or I misconstrued this, but I believe it was your four years consecutively. You were AVN uh, hottest milf. Is that correct? Yes. So that was a, a pure fan vote. Right. Um, so that that is pretty cool. Absolutely. I forgot about that. How can I forget about that? The fans are really truly what makes what we do um, so awesome. So so yeah. So that was cool. Absolutely. And, uh, and congratulations on that. That's, uh, you know, not only to win that once, but to, to get it four years in a row is, uh, you know, something that's, it's, it's just something that is, uh, you don't see happen very often. So definitely uh, major congratulations to you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and what is, uh, you know, some, some solid relationship advice uh, that you have, like, as far as, uh, you know, a lady out there, she may be going through, uh, you know, she may be going through a struggle in her relationship or, uh, some type of uh, tough endeavor, uh, endeavor where, where she's in love, but it's it's like it's like a toxic love for her. What is what is your advice on on some uh, you know some some sound relationship advice for a young lady or or just women in general? Right. Okay. I like how you said some sound because I was about to say kick that motherfucker out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no. Um, okay. So you know, I mean, if she can't be her true self and he doesn't accept her for who she is. You know, you shouldn't have to be, um, you have to be authentic, but you, you don't have, you shouldn't change who you are. Mm -hmm. I understand there's compromise in relationship, little things you compromise, like, okay, you know, it kind of bothers me when, you know, you chew with your mouth open, whatever, like that's not changing who you are. That's just like a little habit. Right. As I stare into my loved one's eyes right now <laughs> um, across from me. But, you know, like little things, but you shouldn't change who you are. Like if you like to go out and you like to go dancing on a pole, don't have some man try to change. You know, you. this is how you I was when you met me. Don't try to change me. Absolutely. If I want to change, I want to do it for me, you know, because I want to not because I feel like I have to. Absolutely. And um, you, you've had, uh, you know, a lot of endeavors with feature dancing and opportunities with that. You've been, you know, you've traveled uh, across the nation 
uh, t- talk about um, what is your favorite thing with feature dancing? Is it what you know? Is it that the the uh, opportunity to travel? Is it the you know the meeting of the fans? Is it the the on stage performance? Talk about like what what sticks out most to you that uh, you look forward to the most every time you get to do a feature dancing. Okay, so I still get butterflies before I go on stage because I'm always fearful that I'm going to fall. I'm like, please don't fall. Please don't fall. So I don't know that like performing is truly like my favorite thing. I think just meeting the fans after because it's a little bit more personal experience for me. So I like that. I love doing that. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, throughout your career and and, uh, your journey, you've seen so many, uh, you know, so many people uh, just go above and beyond with the Lust Army. Um, Talk to me about like, what was the most shocking thing as far as like, uh, you know, you've seen tattoos of pe- on, on people with Lust Army or Kendra Lust tattoos. What was like the, the one thing that uh, comes to mind most like that really stuck out to you? You were just like almost in complete shock that somebody was uh, so supportive or such a big fan. I think, Bubba, you were there with me. Right. Probably the guy with the tattoo. Yes. <laughs> I had never seen it in person. Like I had seen people post things online or whatever. And I'm just always I'm always a little skeptical. But then gentlemen sure did have it uh you know so that was like wow like it was just I was um flattered and kind of like wow like I don't know that was pretty uh I don't even know the right word for it um I don't know I was just like wow (laughs) you know it's kind of crazy but I'm grateful that you know he he likes me enough to put put him on his arm you know so that was sweet it was a really sweet gesture so that and maybe some personal um, like portraits and things like that that people have done is pretty cool. Yes, and um, well, you know, you you um, you travel to Mexico at times. Uh, and what what is the one thing uh, that that sticks out most to you about that? Like when when you go there, just kind of take us to like a, a point of view, uh, like uh, you know, so, some some details that you would uh, like the happenings when when you would go to there. Well, for for me, mm-hmm. like it. I hadn't been to like the really nice parts of Mexico and that's not um, to insult yes. any of Mexico, but you know, it wasn't like a resort era- mm-hmm. area. I wasn't in Cabo or Playa del Carmen or anything like that. I was in the heart of Mex. I wasn't, well, not the heart of, but mm-hmm. Mexico city. So, you know, there's like 20 plus million people in wow. that city alone. Um, so more than there is in the whole, my state, you know, so it's, it's, very populated it's there's some very poor areas but then there's some very nice areas so um you know but i saw a lot of um people of lower socioeconomic status and that is is not always easy to see you know um but i there i think so many of the people that live in in that country are just so grateful for what you know little that that they have or you know, I, I just, they have a different sense of, uh, what brings them, I think happiness, you know, there isn't a a ton of greed over there and it's just different, or at least in that area where I went. So it was just nice to see just, um, kind people, um, coming out to support me. And, you know, a lot of, um, people, you know, received me being there well, and, you know, it was a good experience. So, um, yeah, and I have a couple close friends there. So, so for me, it's 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 a cool place. I just wish I could go there and not actually have to work and just kind of be able to enjoy the culture, you know, and the people. Absolutely, and uh, we we talked we touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, but if we could go a little deeper and a little more in depth, uh, 
can we talk about uh you know just women and and ladies owning their own body like whether they're skinny whether they're petite whether they're thick whether they're you know whatever they are just and how how can they embrace their their true uh body kendra like what is your advice to them on, on some self-confidence and uh some attributes that you could uh you know bring across to them well, I'll be honest, you know, we're all going to have good and bad days. Mm-hmm. Like last couple of days, I've been Debbie Downer over here, you know, you know, picking on myself and, and really, whew, I posted an Instagram thing the other day and I said, holy shit. Like I looked <laughs> at right. it and I went, this is not, this can't happen. I'm like, okay, bitch, <laughs> you need to start doing some cardio. You need to get yourself together. So I think sometimes it's just taking a look at yourself in the mm-hmm. mirror. Okay. And saying, you know what? Okay. I could be better in this area. So I think it's owning. Okay. The fact that we have flaws, accepting the flaws that you're okay with, but don't sit and bitch and complain about the ones that, you know, that you'd like to change, but you're not doing anything about. And I'm completely at fault at this, you know, for this one. So, um, you know, we're not perfect. And um, just understanding that not everything on Instagram, like, you know, most of these people are, are real, truly filtered. Mm-hmm. And some of my stuff, you know, is it's Photoshop for my box covers and stuff like that, the flyers right. and things like that. But a lot of the stuff that I post is very natural and very raw. And I look at it and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, but my guy says, you know what, that that's what makes you different, you know, so just don't overthink it. So, you know own who you are. Don't overthink it. Be conf- Try to be, you know, confident and, you know, and if you don't like it, you have the opportunity to change it, whether it's naturally or there, you know, there's plastic surgery, mm-hmm. there's whatever there is you want to do. But at the end of the day, you live with you and you have to um, be okay with you and you have, are the only person that has the power to change it. Absolutely. And uh, as we get ready to kind of uh, get ready to conclude here, Kendra, uh, lastly, we'll just touch on anyone that would come across this podcast uh, as this will reach people all across the world. uh, What is your uh, encouragement for anybody? What is your uh, motivation for people right now that, you know, could possibly be struggling with isolation and and, and Mm -hmm. self-quarantining? What is your just uh, this is my uh, message to, sp- to spread some light upon a, uh, what may be a dark or tough situation for a lot of people. Oh, I love that question because I think I had a message the other day. Someone had said something like they're just feeling down mm-hmm. and, you know, I think at this point it is, you know, we can't get out into the world like we want to, or be as social as we want to mm-hmm. reach number one, please reach out to the elderly and you know, those people that, are more, you know, that are alone already that don't have like a significant other because, you know, it's more depressing for them at this time. So, you know, don't forget about them. Um, make it a time to reconnect with your immediate family. If you have family that you live with, Mm -hmm. you know, try to reconnect with them, you know, um, work on self-improvement either, whether it be online, read a book, you know, just understand that most of all, that this is temporary and, it's not going to be forever. So if we can just try to focus on that and, and really just be grateful that we're able to, to wake up, you know, and be healthy. That's, that's huge. Absolutely. And um, lastly here, Kendra, just let people know where they can keep in touch with you, where they can contact you, where they can, uh, 
you know, uh, get merchandise if they're interested in, in supporting you and your brand, Lust Army, and, and all the other workings? Where, where can they see uh, and keep engaged with you, Kendra? All right. So my Instagram is just Kendra Lust, and it mm-hmm. is the one with the blue check mark. Any other, anybody else who's claiming to be me, um, it's, it's not. So um, it's verified. So you'll know it's me on there. Also, all in with Kendra.com and KendraLust.com as well as Twitter, Kendra Lust. So, yeah. All right, perfect. And uh, your OnlyFans link, where can they see you on OnlyFans? Oh, I love that. Um, it is OnlyFans.com slash Kendra Lust. And then I always forget about my Snapchat, only because it's a private Snapchat, mm-hmm. um, but it's real Kendra Lust. So. All right, yeah. perfect. And uh, again, thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast tonight, Kendra, and just, uh, you know, allowing me some some insight and, and uh, you know, just really uh, a lot of encouragement. And, you know, it was really a prestigious honor. You're somebody that has uh, so many uh, accolades in your profession and, uh, you know, the dozens of awards you, you've, you've been honored to receive. But most importantly, uh, above all, all those attributes, uh, just thank you for, for reminding all of humanity that uh, most importantly, if we are just kind to one another's and just help others along our journey. That is what's most important. I will. Thank you so much, Baba, for being awesome. And I, I can't wait to have you on my podcast. That's a cool thing about podcasts. We have an opportunity to kind of um, interview each other and, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. So thank you so much for everything that you do. Be safe, be well, and um, we'll be in touch. Yes. Thank you so much. And and the same goes for you. Uh, May you, you know, be, uh, prosperous and healthy during this time. And uh, again, this is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. Uh, I had the uh, the amazing Kendra Lust here tonight. Uh, just thank you again so much for, for your time and just all the encouragement and insight. Thank you again. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.